Welcome to the Heathen's Guide to Life, a show with this opinionated jerk and his little brother give our take on how to live your best life. I'm Katab. What's up, world? I'm Kayla Sean. Welcome to our world, people. Thank you for tuning in. You are in for a very interesting ride. The word heathen in this universe called the Heathen's Guide to Life is actually an endearing term. A heathen is somebody who lives their life unapologetically according to a belief system and a code of conduct that works for and makes sense to them irrespective of what others might think or feel. Yes, make sure you check us out at our website, theheathensguide.com, for your one-stop shop for all things heathen. You can check out a full archive of our shows as well as our line of t-shirts and And sweatshirts. Bitch! (laughs) Let me finish my thought. The titles are Heathen, our signature, Curate Your Squad, Live Unapologetically, Love Unapologetically, Fuckboys Will Be Fuckboys, and a new one, what's it called? Do it anyway. <sighs> you can also connect with us on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. So search for The Heathen's Guide to Life and follow and subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a comment and share with your network. Marmy. Hi. Hi. You are so, ugh. Your energy stinks. I don't, whatever. What's going on in your life? Um, nothing much. I had a pretty good week. Um, I went on a date this week. Um, it was really fun. I started, um, of course, on all the, 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 the apps and stuff. You have, what apps? I don't know what that means. You have one called Jack D, I believe. Have you ever heard of that one? Nope. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. mm. <laughs> uh, it was, it was cool. I, um, it started out as one of those things where it's like, oh, you're cute. I'm like, oh, you're cute. Like, oh, yeah. Let's have sex. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That was, was very like, jarring. I was like, you know, um, you seem mad cool. We've been talking for some time. Like, how about we go out on a date? He's like, oh, okay. And um, it actually turned out nice. Like, I kind of felt like that movie with Julia Roberts on Pretty Woman, where the guy is like all like buttoned up and she's like, you know, a whore. And he's like teaching her like how to just sit down and like be regular. And he's like, okay, sex now? (laughs) But um, he actually turned out to be a a really (laughs) nice guy. (laughs) Yeah, it was, (laughs) I'm telling you, Jack D, man. (laughs) You're stupid. Okay, okay. Um, but the thing is, like, he has a really interesting background. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think he, like, he had some time in his childhood where he was, like, really sick. Like, he didn't have a stomach or some shit like that. And, um, or salmonella. I don't know. I forgot. How do but, you confuse those two? <laughs> I don't know. But it was, like, something where he couldn't eat, like, hardly anything. And um, he was, so he was, like, in the hospital up until age seven. So me as a reporter, I'm like, oh, so you couldn't eat. And like, oh, you have a hearing aid. Like, oh, like, so which ear works? Which one doesn't? Like, I'm just like totally just like so intrigued by this man. And he's beautiful, by the way. And you would never, ever think that he had such a battle. Because my judgment factor, my judgment meter is like on 30 right now. It was so interesting. So like I spent the whole date 
just like asking him about himself and he liked that because I don't think he's had that before mm-hmm. and I'm just like so interested and um, it was fun I think there may be a date number two nice yeah yeah very good how was your week all over the place oh I had one of the you know like I'm always really festive and always really social you? But something about this week like I was out I was like entertaining or having fun like late like three times like three nights this week Really? Yeah, it just happened that way. And managing to get up for work the next day. Yeah. How do you do it? I don't, I go to work late. Oh, okay. I mean, I get to I get to the office late anyway because I'm spoiled and entitled. <laughs> um, mind you, you live down the street. <laughs> I'm still spoiled and entitled, and you know, you know right. So it worked out. Tell us about one of those nights at least. One of those nights, I um, I don't was most of the, at, oh, at your place. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Actually, a really fun night um, was uh, the other day. My boy Kenny had a birthday party, um, and we all, and we all got dressed up. It was like a great Gatsby party, mm. so we got dressed up and we went to that and had a good time. And then came back to my house and continued the party, um, including was, Kenny. Kenny didn't come. Kenny okay. was because we left early, so okay. Kenny was still at his own party. Gotcha. It was just like a rant. Like I was just with my friends a lot this week, which I always love those kind of days, those, yeah. those kind of weeks. Um, and then I'm just like I'm in this space of like really being critical of my life but like I'm just reevaluating what I'm doing right now a lot I think I'm like professionally I'm fine my life in general is fine but I think I'm zeroing in on like my dating life mm. and I'm just figuring out like what am I doing because it's like there's no structure in my dating life so you went on a date like last week I remember I go on dates all the time really but I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to get into but that. But no, is, like, is, it, is it the same person a lot? Or is it first dates a lot? Like, how is it? It's a little of both. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing a couple of people, and then I still have dates in addition to that. Um, but I'm just, even that, like, I'm, that's for a future show. I want to revisit our dating episode from last, uh, um, last season because I'm coming up with hypotheses mm. um, about effective dating. And I haven't formed it yet, so I'm in this space of just like, I'm just sitting with it. I'm just thinking about like, what am I doing, and what do I and and what do and what do I want to do? Like, a lot of my life is about intention. Um, that's kind of how I, I live a life. I live a life of intention. Right. But here's the area of my life where I don't have any intention. So I'm like, well, maybe I should apply intention to this part of my life too. What does that look like? I actually have a, um, a big brother dating question for you that I may fit into the show later if we can make it work. You know what? I don't want to talk shit later on because I want to retire that segment or <laughs> reform it. So maybe save it for that. Ask Tabby. And you know, I'm like, <laughs> I am opinionated. Be careful what you ask me, and I will give you an answer. All right. So yeah. I want to I want to wrap up our intros because I want to get into our into, into our show. Let's so do it. Do you have anything more to add? No. Good. So let's jump into today's topic. This week on The Heathen's Guide to Life, we're going to continue to focus on the most core principle of The Heathen's Guide to Life. The notion that you are in the driver's seat of your life. All your life comes back to you because you are the center of your world. Mm -hmm. Well, today we're going to focus on the power of choice. Choice is power. Each and every day we make a series of choices. We choose to get out of bed. We choose what to wear. We choose to go to work. We choose to actually do our work. We choose to, like any number of things all day, we're making a series of choices and that mm-hmm. becomes our, our day, our life, our, our whatever. 
That's the actuality. However, how much, how many of the actions of our lives do we do out of obligation? So although I said we choose to get up, we choose to go to work, all of that, yada, 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 oftentimes we say, I have to get up. I have to go to work. I have, I have to do this thing for my parents or for this person, but I have to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Once you say I have to, dot, 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 you have robbed yourself of choice. I have to comes from a place of obligation, which means that you aren't in the driver's seat of that choice. And not being in the driver's seat means that you aren't operating from a place of powerfully creating your life. Ooh. Right? So that's yeah. so let's open with that. Yeah. So that's where I want to start from because I'm in, I'm, in, I'm really into this whole like living a life of intention and choice and power, but ultimately like we always talk about how your life comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Well, if it does, then you're creating your life all the time. But do you look at your life that way? Do you look at your life as a series of choices that you make? Or do you or do you live a life that of just like doing stuff because you're supposed to or you have to, which is not powerful? You know, I would like for this to be one of those shows where we just kind of like chew the fat about a topic without really having any real um motive because for me, I just want to know more about this concept of yours. Cause I don't always live my life like that. And when you said, um, I have to go to work versus I choose to go to work. I'm like, well, bitch, what's the difference? Because you don't have a choice but to go to work. Or do you? Like, what's the alternative if you Not going to work. Don't yeah, go. But then, like, you have consequences. Well, then it's still a choice. Do you choose? But either way, yeah. it's, a, it's all about, like, perspective, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if, like, when I say of, like, like when I say I choose to go to work, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm actively making a decision, making a choice to go to work. Right. So I'm creating that. It's powerful. And I'm doing it because I want to, Mm -hmm. because I chose to. But if I have to, I don't necessarily want to. But who really wants to, like, work their life away? So I'm using that as an example. But it starts with, you know, I'm using something that's simple and kind of, like, granular. Yeah. But it's a that's a that's like a that's like a um, a microcosm of like our life. Mm-hmm. It's really about our life. Mm-hmm. I'm just using work as an example. Um, I the whole thing about like being a heathen is like living a life that you create, living a life that you want to live, and you can only live a life that you want to live if you direct it, if you create yes. it, yes, if you yes. make a series of choices on who you want to be, how you want to be, what you want to do. How you want to look like everything is a choice. Yes. Now, on a broader scale, I do live my life like that. I never zoom in to think about those little things that the have to's versus the want to's because that gets too. Um, it's too much for me to think but like, like that. When you think when you think on a macro level. Yes. Macro is just a series of micros. True. So if you when you think, I mean, yeah, I don't I can't say that I. Every minute of my life, do I feel like I'm like actively creating my life? That would be I a very powerful place to be. It is, but we strive. <laughs> but I certainly strive to be that way. Yes. I strive to do that. And the more I think about it and talk about it, the more like uh, the more I refine that perspective, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So choices. I, I choose my actions. I choose what I want to eat, what I want to wear. I chose to look this way today. I chose to wear this sweater. It was very intentional. I chose to grow my beard out again. Mm. I cho- like I chose to I I I chose this. 
Um, however, I could have just threw something on. Oh, I have to go to this studio today. I have to get up. And there's this a place of like, there's a heaviness to that. That's me. That is so me. It's a heaviness. And it makes you kind of dread doing it because you feel like you have to. And it really is just a mind shift. Everything's a mind shift. Yes. I can agree with that. But on a broader scale, I, I um, years ago when I watched um, the movie and read the book The Secret, mm-hmm. which um, I, I think we've talked about this. You haven't read it. You should read it. Because it's all about um, that, the power of choice and how when you put your mind to something and you kind of match that vibration, you kind of get what's um, what's already in that vibration. So if you're in the vibration of happiness, you choose to be happy, then yo, you're going to match up with things that are happy. Perfect transition to the next point that I want to make. Word. What is it? Choice informs intention. All right. <laughs> I fuck with that. I fuck right? with that. So you know how when you're in a certain mood, you're in that mood. Ooh, and child. nothing that anyone does or says will break you from that mood. Mm-hmm. That is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice to stay in that mood. And even if you claim that someone did something to you to get you in that mood, you still chose to be there and stay there. Yes. By making the choice to stay in that mood, you've effectively set your intentions in such a way that every action, every thought, every perspective will reinforce your choice mm-hmm. to stay in that mood. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get out of that mood is to choose another one. It also takes away your power because now you have external factors that are regulating what's inside of you and how you're acting and how you're moving because of something someone else did. So we give our power away all the time. Yes. We give our power away like we give our ass away all the time. I, I, mm, don't know about that one, but <laughs> now we know what you were doing most of the week. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. But, no, but really, but like... We, as a people, don't operate from a place, I think it's, it's not like a universal way that we are as humans mm-hmm. to live a life of, to live a life that we create powerfully. Yeah. And we oftentimes, just, we just give up, we give our power away. Where do you think that comes from, though? Does it start at childhood with your mom and dad telling you, like, childhood. yo, do this, and without a real why? I, you know what, come on, I think it's ingrained in... I must religion. Mm. Everything. Give it to God. 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 So, like, how often do we say, you know, I'm just, I'm just here. God will direct me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to some degree, mm-hmm. but maybe I will say that God orders my steps, but like, I choose to take the steps. Do you say that? <laughs> I do. There's a song. You know that song. Order my steps. In your words. I did not know Please this. Order my steps <laughs> in your words. Is there a playlist that 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 song is on or something for no, you? No, <laughs> I sang it in chorus when I was in high school. I love this. Thank God, Miss Boxley. I love this. So, like, we give up highway all the time. Yeah. Um, but I've been like this. I've 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 really been sitting in this like living a life of intention, mm-hmm. living it powerfully. And it starts with mood, but then think about it on a on a more, on a more macro level. Like I choose to be who I am. Yes. I ch- like my perspective about life is that I create my life. I'm in the driver's seat, and that opens up all kind of possibilities. It opens up my temperament. Like my choice to live 
my choice to be Katab the way Katab is, mm-hmm. it 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 informs my temperament. It informs the fact that I'm always happy. I have a pleasant disposition. Um, I'm rarely, I mean, I get annoyed at little things, but I get right past it real quick because I choose to be happy. Right. I choose to be productive or progressive, whatever it is I choose. And when I recognize, and the thing is like, once you put yourself in that mode, things happen like moody and things like, you know, happen in our life. Mm-hmm. But once you bring it back to, but wait a minute, I'm in the driver's seat of my life. Then you have all the power then to create something different or take yourself out of it. I think that once you kind of sit with that, absorb it, um, there's nothing more freeing than realizing that no matter what's going on, you have the power to pick, choose, and refuse. And that's the type pick, of f- choose and refuse. Isn't that the key pick, to life? Choose and refuse. And like you end up noticing that um, it's a type of freedom that you can't get from anything else. You know, no matter what's going on on the outside. I do have a choice to either participate in this or not. And even going back to the the work example, you do have a choice to be like, yo, fuck it. I don't want to go to work. I'm going to live the life of a bum. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or even at work, right? I had a shift at work. I was just kind of like doing my job, middling, getting stuff done. I got got stuff done. I do cool work. But like I wasn't like powerful in my position. Once I had a shift in my mind that, you know, I'm going to do this damn thing, mm-hmm. my productivity skyrocketed. I went and I started, like, going after certain kind of things. Um, and all it was was a mind shift. Nothing. I still had the same job with the same people around me, with the same mm-hmm. boss, and all that same stuff. But, like, my, my, like my mind changed. Mm-hmm. And once my mind changed, my intentions changed. My actions changed. Like, everything that we do starts with intention. Whether we, re- like, whether you recognize it or not, your intention informs the rest of your life. People yes. that have like a low self-esteem, right? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, woe is me. I'm so ugly. I'm mm. so, uh, no one likes me. Mm-hmm. Once you have it that that's how you are, nothing that nobody says can change that. You, you, have, set your, you have set your intention. You have set your perspective that everything's going to reinforce that. I'm, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm yeah. not pretty enough. Yeah. I'm not whatever enough. I'm not. So... Nothing that nobody says or does will let you receive it that way. The man is out to get me. So black you, man has a target on his back. If you have it like that, then you could be a person could be trying to <clears throat> offer you a job, mm. good graces, whatever, but you're not going to receive it that way because you already have it that people are against you. Yeah. And we don't recognize that like that's just perspective. Life is what it is. Life is what it is. And the meaning is created by us. Yeah. We create the meaning of our life because everything just is. Not to take away from issues like racism and, you know, police brutality, but um, there definitely are situations where, like, say, one time I got pulled over in a very well-to-do area of New Jersey. And um, when I greeted that officer with a smile, his whole disposition changed. Come on, remember. Because I have a story about that. His show. whole disposition changed, and like it actually ended up being a, a a decent encounter because he saw that I wasn't out to like jive him. I wasn't trying to like you know start any shit. I'm just like yo, like 
what happened? <laughs> Why'd you pull me over? Sorry or whatever. And he was able to soften up because you, I mean, I'm not trying to take up for, you know, the shitty police officers, but like they also have a thing where like everybody looks at them like they're the bad guy and like they're going to like shoot them and shit. And it's not always like that. Oh my goodness. I know what story you're going to tell. Tell it. We were together. Yeah. I was driving your car. We were in Newark, right? Yeah. And I turned on red. Mm-hmm. Signs on red. We get pulled over. Mm-hmm. The cop pulls us over. He comes over. And I, was, I was like, hi, officer. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed from there. Yeah. Hi, officer. With a big smile on your face. And I was just like perked up. He was cute, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hi, officer. And he was, I was like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. He was like, you turned on red. I was like, oh, fooey. <laughs> I literally said. I literally, he's like, who says oh, I fooey? I literally said, oh, fooey. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Um, and then he went back, ran my license, everything was fine. We just got a warning. Yeah. I, I mean, he could have, I, I I turned on red right. when the sign clearly said don't. Right. But I don't have it that cops are out to get me, right? Mm-hmm. Every time I've been pulled over, each time I've had, I've had a car, I've had a car for, I've had a license for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Each time I got pulled over, I deserved it. <laughs> This is true. Each and every time. True. Black neighborhoods, yeah. white neighborhoods, yeah. I deserved it. Yeah. So I don't have it that cops that cops are out to get me. So my my perception of cops is such that, like, all right, well, I'm not I don't I'm not afraid of them. So that I That's I ain't get no ticket. One. And what's so funny is my grandmother was in the car. She was in the backseat at that time. And she's a very pessimistic type of person. Child. So She's in the back like, oh, my goodness, we going to jail. She's just like, oh, I can't believe this, this asshole and stuff like that. She's giving all that in the back seat. Thankfully, he could barely see her. Right. But, like, when I saw her face when, you know, the in- when the interaction unfolded and she was like, oh, what the? She was like, her mind was blown because she never had an interaction where she didn't have to, cu- like, cuss the officer out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. she was just like, whoa. And um, it was very, it was pleasant. It was pleasant, but I could see how that could have went left if you greeted him with some rah-rah. What I do, motherfucker, what would I right. do? He's going to give you that back. Totally. So um, that's a really good example. That's life. Yeah. That's life. Like, our life, our place in it is totally driven by our perception. Totally. And, and going back to um, The Secret, when you put out something that this is what I want, and no matter how you do it, some people do it through vision boards. Some people do it through, you know, writing out goals. However you do that and you feel that vibration of what it feels like to, say, drive a brand new car and you keep that vibration with you, you start to attract things that match that vibration. And it's just metaphysics, you know, whether if you know you're doing it or not. The problem is most of us are working magic without really knowing that we're working magic. So, yeah, people, it's like. What we're saying isn't new. No, it's not. No. I'm not like there are like I'm, books written I'm, about this. Shit. I'm not like this like a guru that just came up with this. I just recognize that like you know, like attracts like, yes. energy attracts energy. Yes. And I'm just like, when you're intentional about what you're putting out into the universe, mm-hmm. then the things that come back to you, you recognize it. Oh, my life is good because I think that life is good. Even how you respond to things, like going back to 
the example of someone with low self-esteem. Right. When you critique them, they're going to like receive it as an attack. Right. They're going to think like, oh, my goodness, like, you know, even if it's something good, you're praising them. They're going to feel it as if it's negative because everything goes through that filter of negativity. Right. And um, I would feel bad if we didn't at least address some of the issues that kind of contribute to people having this type of, you know, mindset. Okay. Like, you know, for example, the angry black woman complex that Mm -hmm. a lot of people put out there. There are social structures that really do make you an angry person. And. Sometimes it's hard to get over that. It could be trauma. It could be how you were raised. It could be like, you know, like my grandmother. She was raised to, you know, look at police officers as someone who is out to get her. Right. So I think you also have to realize before you can do this shift, you have to realize what's contributing to your way of thinking. Right. Why? Where does it come from? If you do know that you're angry, you know, first accept that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's not going to look at you as an angry person. And these people don't know each other. Like, there has to be some realness to whatever it is that everyone's seeing, mm-hmm. you know, except that it could be something within you and then choose to be different. Not phony, we but don't, different. But, you know, it's it's almost, like, profound to think that, like, wait, people didn't do this to me? Mm-hmm. People, like, we, it's not, I mean, you know, I might I might not be this way all the time, but, like, oftentimes people are like, People just are just trying to survive. You're trying to survive, trying to get through because yeah. you feel like the world is like out to get you. Oh, child. Out trying to attack you. Everybody, yeah. everybody, it's just trying to like fight off everybody. I'm just like, no, come, come to me. Come, come to my <laughs> Come to the heathen's garden. Come to me. So like what happens is, you know, I just fucking like my life. I mean, that's and I, good. I just want to impart that on people. And, you know, it's been I've refined my thinking over years. I wasn't always like this. Um, but I, I mean, I think the the um, the thing that I really want to impart on people is, I guess I said, like, your choice becomes your intention. Now, you. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Now, you, you mentioned something just a second ago. You said you weren't always like this. So take me back to a time when you did not feel in control, when you did not feel like life was kind of like in the palm of your hands and you were like navigating it thoughtfully. Was there ever a time when like this way of thinking wasn't really um, ingrained in you? I mean, you know how like I just live and you know how you get older and you just evolve? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess when I was a kid, a teenager in my mm. 20s, like when I was just kind of like middling by, mm-hmm. just trying to get through, didn't feeling like I like didn't own my power, didn't own. I mean, that was like a, a lot of my life mm. Um, as a kid, you know, it's, it's, it's what your parents say. My esteem oftentimes was shaped by my family and oh, what they said about me. My, right. I, like I've mentioned before, but like, you know, I, I was a chubby child growing up. Mm-hmm. So I remember a time when like my grandmother like threw her bra at me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can, I can yes. laugh now, but like for a person that's not resilient, that's that stays with you. Of course. Stays with you. So, um, you know, our family and can fuck us up. Until you make a choice to actually, you know, I can say make a choice, but oftentimes it's like who came into my life and showed me this way. Mm. I was blessed with people that live differently and mm-hmm. I admired it. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with our aunt. And then from that, I just met other people that had a certain kind of life, 
certain kind of perspective, a certain kind of like way about them that like I was attracted to. I guess because I was open to like being, I was open to something else, right? I'm always, we all just want to be happy. Right. Just want to be happy at my core. So I'm always drawn to things that make me happy. And so I'm drawn to things, but also like happy people like have an energy about them, <laughs> yes. a magnetic energy yes. that you want to just like be around and learn. So I've, that's what happened. That's what has happened. Um, and so from my own experience, my own insight, I've just evolved to where it is now. And by no means am I like always like happy go lucky. Hell no. I'm a moody, shady ass motherfucker sometimes. Mm. Um, because, you know, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. You know, duality and all that. But yeah. at my but at my core, at my core, there's a light that radiates from me. Mm-hmm. And I recognize it. And it attracts certain people, experiences, you know, like I'm going on vacation next week. Nice. I just, I don't know. I feel like I, I don't, um, it's, you know, I, it's my perspective is, this is just one perspective that's part of my larger way of being. So right? many principles. To so that's by. why like with the heathens guy, some things is kind of, kind of like the same at his core. Like, you know, it all comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the center of your world, and now the power of choice. And so it's all centered on kind of a similar kind of like founding point. And it's just like different branches of it. Yeah. So there are many other areas of my life that contribute to kind of where I am. Um, and I just like to share it. And, and for me, I like to um, think about new ways to kind of tell um, a similar story because every time you tell the story differently – it kind of reaches another person, another area, you know, right. and I never get tired of talking about manifesting your goals and, you know, manifesting the type of life that you want to have. And um, there have been times when I felt like my light was a little dim. Mm-hmm. And um, there have even been times when I didn't really know what to pray for. But what I always manage to work in to any prayer that I do is kind of just like, yo, God, like, let me be in tune with what's for my highest good. You know, let me go out in this world and reach, you know, the greatest potential that I can for today. You know, I, I make a choice to kind of be my best self for that day. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think sometimes we get a little, um, we get a little dragged down by trying to be our best self all the time. And we think of our best self as like this, this 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 deity that you know has everything together, right. and I'm like, yo, my, I just want to be my best self for today. What does today's best self look like? Sometimes my best self is dirty, with stink breath, <laughs> and I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's the best I can do. It's, for the, today. it's what it is, right? You and know. it's intention. Like I made a choice to fucking stay in bed all day and not wash my ass and brush my teeth. <laughs> and sometimes that feels really good. That's what I would, you, you know. That was like my, that was part of my yesterday. You know what? For a weekend, <laughs> it's okay. The worst part about that is like when you got to have company later or when you have to actually do something. Yeah. And you're like, how do I tell this person I don't feel like showering today? <laughs> like, how do I like be you know, real? Well, you, 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 you would take it there, come on. I'm just saying. There have been I times can't. when I've had a friend come over and I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not, if I had a shower, I'm not doing it. Oh. Like, so <laughs> we need to stay in this apartment <laughs> where we can be like in a safe place because. 
today just ain't the day. Yeah. <laughs> like your best self is just is yourself. Right. Right. Like, and and it and it's and it's a choice to be your best self. You know what I'm saying? Like and and to not let other things kind of like drag you down. And of course, like we mentioned earlier, there are some things that you just cannot control, but it's about even with those situations, you can't control other people. You can't control other other uh, like circumstances, but you have total and complete control over yourself. Yes, your how you operate, how you see things is totally in your control. Mm-hmm. And a thing is a thing. A thing is a thing. This is I'm, I have a cup of coffee right here. Yeah. It is that I can see this as this delicious morsel of goodness mm-hmm. or i could see it as like dangerous caffeine yucky black with no sugar and it's it's <laughs> still a thing that's sitting here yeah yeah it's about how i choose to look at it yeah and that's the that's 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 at our core what we're saying right mm-hmm. life is life things are things people are people and whatever meaning you make is your choice Whatever meaning you make about the life around you has everything to do with you and your perspective. And if you can harness that, then you can create the kind of life that is like epic and powerful Mm. and whatever it is, whatever it is. Not everybody has to have a big old life with a lot of people. It's you can have a a simple like a simple life that's yours because that's what you want. And you know what? It's funny that you say that because you love to tell the joke about me not having any friends. Because <laughs> you don't. But it's really, it's intentional. And it's, I choose to be one of those people that lives a simple life. And um, you don't and have I, hair have as a, long as yours if you're simple. Well, it's, it's a facade. It's how I want to be seen. I'm glad you finally said it. I've always said it. It's I'm glad all, you finally said it. I've always said it's a, it's a facade. It's how everything about your outside is a facade. Lies. I mean, it's what? How is it not? Maybe, maybe I'm not expressing I think it properly. When I think, when I, when I think of a, a facade, a facade has an air of thickness. Oh, oh no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it as like it's, it's my my shell. This is how I want my shell to look. Mm-hmm. This is this is how I identify on the outside. Now, I think a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that they they see all this on the outside and they think they're going to get the same thing on the inside like extra <laughs> and like you know the most and it's like I'm not I'm I'm that sometimes but not all the time right you know what I'm saying and I think it throws people off yeah. because like um I'll tell a quick story I went on a date um this is another date <laughs> this was the one that I the, the guy that I took to your birthday party we have to tell that story. Let's tell it in the, let's tell it in the, okay. in the next segment. All right. So <laughs> the guy that I took to your birthday party, um, it was our, it was like our really like our first date, and um, he was thrown off by all the the hair and the diamonds and you know the fur and all that shit. Come on, stop like, inflating who the fuck you are. <laughs> stop it. No, but you, I, this I, isn't I'm going, dynasty. I'm going. I'm going somewhere with it. But it's like, that's not me every day. That was me going to a party. And that's how I wanted to be for that day. So he got the idea that like, oh, this guy wants to get fucked. <laughs> what? He had this thing where he's like, oh, so you're femme. And like, oh, you're a woman. And like, oh, you have an eyeliner. I'm like, oh, nah, that's not what this is. Come buddy. on, rain it in, please. I'm like, this, that's not what this is. Um, rain this in. I forgot what the point was. Exactly. Actually. I'm going to close us out because you're... <sighs> I, have, I had I had a point. Make it later. 
So Go in, ahead. <laughs> in closing, <laughs> in closing, friends, countrymen, <laughs> um, just to bring it back to the actual topic at hand, because Kamara loves to go on a fucking detour. You totally got me lost. You got yourself lost. When you made the comment of like, I'm glad you said it, that threw me off. No. You, go ahead. You chose to be thrown off. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Just to bring it home, like, you are the center of your world. You choose the world, the life that you want to live, whether you believe it or not. Um, it all comes back to having power over your life knowing that you actually are never a victim of circumstance. It's about how you choose to view the circumstance. How you choose to react to that circumstance is how you can direct your life. And ultimately, you just want to be happy. And ultimately, I would like to encourage us to be in the driver's seat of our life and drive your ass to the best life that you have. Word. And that's all I have. Um, my closing thought is not um, anything that's on a tangent. I just want to say that when you, if you find your place, if you find yourself at a place where you're not necessarily being the person who you want to be, the biggest teacher is you know those who are around you. If you want to be happy and you're like, damn, like why am I not happy? Like why am I always so whatever? I honestly don't think it's cheesy to ask happy people, you know, how they manage to be that way. If you see someone who's doing a good job, you know, I mean, at, at your job without sucking up, like, I think it's it's totally plausible. Like, yeah, like, how do you manage to do that without being miserable? Because I got your job and, like, I hate it. Like, how do you, like, what's the shift? Like, how do you think about things? And then you kind of become a student of life. And I think that that was the most powerful thing that I could do when it comes to, like, just choosing to be my best self, just going to the people who actually do it well. So that's that's my closing thought. I don't like that I didn't have the final word. Oh, say something else. Make I something up. I made something. I already <laughs> said what I had to say. You usually, like, oh, do you have anything else to say? You usually do that. And then I say that, and then you do your closing. You skip that. Well, that's what I get for not having my outline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Structure works. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of, the, that's kind of the, the, um, the crux of our conversation word. is that choice is power. And so choose accordingly. Now I have the I last, like now that. that was now that was the last word. Choose accordingly. I like that. So <laughs> I want to abandon. I don't. I don't have anything to talk shit about per se. So you wanted to ask me something earlier. Ah, so yes. you know, ask a heathen. Ask a heathen. And be careful what you ask me because I'm going to have an answer. All right. So I'm I'm going to try my best not to make it too specific. But um, one of the things that I have noticed about my heathen self is that when it comes to others and how I want them to act, I may not always reflect that same action in me. What do you mean how you want them to act? Mm, that's the first problem. So like, um, this th- there's a person in my life, and I'm like, yo, I don't want you, I don't want you doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like the fact that you look at other guys or whatever, let's just to say that. I don't, like, I don't like the fact that you look at other guys in their butts. How about you say that? And um, he's like, okay, but you look at other guys in your butts. And I'm like, I can't explain. Because you're a fucking hypocrite. That's what I want you to say. Get over yourself. <laughs> how, the f- how, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> that's what I want. That's you, what I'm you trying to say. You know what, Kamar? 
I w- this per I met somebody who heard who listened to our podcast, uh-huh. and the conversation that we had last season, um, when I attacked you about being celibate in your relationship, yeah, which I still hold true to that. Lord, he was like, I was actually on Kamar's side um, about having agency over your body. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't got agency over nobody else. Mm-mm, you don't. So how so so you can you can make a request of yes. s- of somebody. That's what I did. But you can't expect them to do it. I expect you to be on time. And I was today. You weren't. Because I was getting your fucking coffee. <laughs> That's the minutia of it all. <laughs> but I get you. I just think that, like, you... It doesn't make sense to me to expect somebody to behave in a way that you don't. But see, that's and that's what um, my friend and I were kind of, like, talking about. I'm like, yo, so... It's really controlling, this, actually. This works, but but what I'm saying is, what I do works for me. I think we get fucked up when we're do, when, when other people are doing something that works for them, but they're like, "Oh no, I'm going to do it this way instead because this is what you do." And I'm like, "It shouldn't be like that." Like, if if we're if we're in a relationship and I want to have my side of the, the relationship open, okay, you don't because you don't believe in that, but you support it. There, there are relationships where you have an open side and a closed side. Those two agree on that. That's because they're different. Like, I'm, like, this is a thing. Open-ended it's something. It's a thing when you create it. Right. When you right. co-create it. But the, the reason why I brought that up is because you have people who are different. And imagine if those people in those relationships were like, well, I'm going to get me a boo on the side because you have one. Even though that, that's not who you are at your core. Right. It's like, that's why... That's not living. That's not powerful. That's reactionary. That's what I'm saying. And, and, with, and with the example of, you know, dude looking at other boys' butts, it's like, well, do you just do that because I do it? Like, if I don't want you doing it and I feel the way about it, and I, it's because, like, I actually have a, a, a stance on it. Actually, Kamal, that sounds very controlling of you. <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are to tell somebody what to do with their fucking eyeballs? Uh, imagine if I told you the real scenario. You know what? Come but, on. But, but this gets this gets to the core of it, though. This gets to the core of it, and that's why I wanted to kind of like get your advice on it because I do kind of tend to look at things from my own little perspective in my own bubble. You are such a Scorpio. Oh shit! You are such a fucking Scorpio. Like I just like to fix your mouth to say I could do something, but you can't infuriates me. I kind of because I would. wish somebody would tell me this. I wish somebody would. I wish a nigga would. So, on the flip side, what if I say, okay, well, I'll I'll agree not to do it just because I don't want you to do it. So I'll, I'll just like so nobody's looking at butts now. So, you, but you're but then you're a liar. I mean, if you actually do it, but you're a liar. If you actually do it, you're not a liar. You're just you're agreeing to do the shit. But you're not going to do it. That's neither here nor there. We're talking about at the core what the message is. Like, if you're a hypocrite about something, right, is it right to be like, yeah, well, fuck it. If, if I'm just not going to do this because I don't want you to do it. Is that is that then okay? It's just, not about, I, I, I'm not going to put a value judgment on it. It's mm, not powerful. Mm, it's reactionary. It's okay. still reactionary. Okay. It's still not coming from a place of a choice. Mm, all right. That's the word. It's trying to be controlling. That's the word. That's our time together. I had enough for you. Oh, I can't. Shit. You done. You done got. You done took me somewhere I didn't want to go. Oh, how did that happen? Did I? Did I like take your power away from you? No. <laughs> I choose to be infuriated by um, perspectives that 
aren't in alignment with my heathen's guide to life. Lord. Uh, and the worst thing just happened. I remember what I was going to say when I went on a tangent. <laughs> Tell me after the show. I will. Okay. Damn. Well, that's our time together. <laughs> this was fun. We hope to not only entertain you, but to provide you with a new or different perspective about the various topics we discuss. Join the conversation and share your thoughts on today's topic. Yes. And also be sure to look us up on Facebook. Just give us a search for The Heathen's Guide to Life and like us and, you know, follow us. And on Instagram, it's at Heathen's Guide, no apostrophe S. Make sure you go to our website, theheathensguide.com. Sign up for the mailing list, check out the archive of all of our shows, and buy some heathen merchandise. And also, look us up on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, and like and subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a comment and share with your friends. Tune in next week for another episode of The Heathen's Guide to Life. Yeah, bye.